0: Perhaps you saw over the weekend um, the, the people at the Louvre who decided that they would throw soup at the Mona Lisa because they were going to stand up for the environment and they were done uh, with people always wanting more and more oil. They threw soup at the Mona Lisa. Tony Katz. Tony Katz today. It's good to be with you. Find everything at Um, This is uh, the kind of madness that can only be dealt with in one way. These two people walk up. They throw soup. At the Mona Lisa now the Mona Lisa is I, I don't believe the Mona Lisa is covered by glass it's 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 small it it's it's not this gigantic painting it's it, it, it's small and and um it's got barriers and things like that, but not necessarily guards. I know this because two pieces of human garbage. We're able to throw soup on it, and neither one of them got tackled or punched in the face. Now you say to me, Tony, you're not advocating for punching women. Listen to me carefully. The destruction of artwork is the kind of stuff that ISIS does. And I believe in responding to that with such absolute force that people become afraid. Art matters. Art separates us From the animals, the expression of the soul is extremely valuable, incredibly important. One of the horrors of art in today's society is the freaking nihilism that goes on. It is absolute nothingness, and we say, look at that, and we celebrate it. It's literally nothing. Statues that are faceless and nameless and shapeless, as opposed to a statue for a Greek god or a Norse god or a military hero or a great someone the, the 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 art is about nothingness and the the appreciation of nihilism doesn't actually get us anywhere it's pretty damn dumb if you ask me we should not be supporting nothing and we should be protecting the great art that's out there and if that means punching someone in the face repeatedly until they stop I'm in. Now, you say to me, Tony, I don't think you could say that on radio. I want you to understand how seriously I take the issue. When some total fool walks into a museum and glues themselves to the wall because they don't want any more oil, they need sustainable food. That's what these people were about. What is more important, art or healthy, sustainable food? Um, um uh, Art. I said art, and I don't think you do anything by wasting food by throwing it on a painting. You could have fed two people with that soup because they each had a can of soup. So as far as I'm concerned, you're the problem. Again, punches to the face. But you see the people who, who glue themselves to the walls? Have you ever seen those people? They, they glue on their hand. They, they glue themselves to the wall. I don't believe in removing those people. They have to figure out how they get out. I believe in building enclosures around them with windows so we can watch them slowly decay. You glued yourself to the wall. You think that there is something within the social contract that says you can do anything you want and I have to be respectful. You glue yourself to a wall and I have to somehow get you off the wall. No, I don't. You have to figure out how you're going to eat and use the bathroom. I'm going to build an enclosure around you because I don't want the smell getting out. Never mind whatever leakage might occur. And people can look in the window and watch you chew off your own arm to get to freedom. What's that movie? It's 137 days. You are the James Franco of real life. Even though James Franco didn't actually do it because he played the part in the movie. Neither here or there. 137 hours, whatever, whatever it was. You guys figure it out. But destroy artwork? That's what ISIS does. Now you notice I didn't say we should kill you. Like we do to ISIS, and nobody would bat an eye. But somehow with these people, if you said that, Tony, you've gone too far, and there might be a suspension in your future. All I did was say, punch him in the face and protect the artwork. What? I already brought it down some. Why don't you just say thank you, Tony? You're a world-class humanitarian. Which I am, actually. You're welcome. That's not the story I wanted to get to. It's just something I'm absolutely disgusted by. The story I wanted to get to was a conversation between Bill Maher and Seth MacFarlane on uh, Bill Maher's show, Real Time, which uh, Seth MacFarlane is the creator of Family Guy. Uh, family Guy, an American dad, uh, the Orville, uh, the movie Ted, uh, with the, you know, he plays the stuffed, the stuffed bear. That movie made me laugh. Right? Right. I was singing the Thunder Buddy song, but that I know I can't do on air. Uh, I don't know how a guy who makes me laugh that hard can be so politically horrific. I, I it uh kills. Kills me. But he is. And in in this it's 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 shocking to him to hear Bill Maher explained that he doesn't trust journalists because the journalists are one-sided. For example, uh, this is a flunky on MSNBC who Joy Reid has on to explain Israel and i'll say as someone with expertise and also someone who grew up in the global south this is a huge moment there is such global frustration and frankly confusion over four months in president biden having not changed course as the death show in gaza has increased as allegations of war crimes have come in so for people who have been alarmed by this and have felt you talk to us about human rights about the international rules-based order when it came to ukraine what about brown people in Palestine? This is a huge moment. I see the judgment is also really important. Brown people every now so so it's not it's not about uh, a, a fight for um uh, uh, that's biblical, it's not about land. it's about an attack on brown people. Of course, this is about some world court ruling on Israel being guilty of genocide. they they held off a little bit on that and people are like, oh, it's a win. It's a garbage court. When when they want to change, they'll change. They're not serious people. And we're supposed to take this seriously? Does it matter if some world court says Israel's done X, Y, or Z? It's Israel or Hamas. Take your pick. It's like David Mamet writes, uh, uh, you, you take the most leftist person in the world, And you say to them that the United States has fallen apart in five minutes. Not a single ounce of it will exist. Literally, the ground will disappear. Everybody will die. There are two planes. One is going to Syria. The other one is going to Israel. Pick one. Case rested. Right there. But again, this is the kind of thing that that MSNBC promotes. Then they promote people like Representative Ocasio-Cortez. We know that Hamas as an organization, it it does not have any regard for human life. I think that in Hamas's attack on October 7th, they knew what they were bringing on uh, to, to they knew the, the, the violence that they were bringing on, and we have seen that. They understood the asymmetric attack that, that Israel will put out. Israel has been indiscriminately attacking uh, Gazans, and we have seen t- over 25,000 Palestinians have been killed, over 70% of whom are women and children. You see, Hamas knew they were going to force an asymmetric attack. No one in NBC says, whoa, 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 whoa. They murdered 1,200 people. What to you would be a symmetric attack? They murdered 1,200. They set babies and women on fire. What exactly is the symmetrical attack? No one responds that way. And then, of course, she goes about quoting numbers from the Gaza Health Ministry, which are numbers from Hamas, which are not believable numbers to begin with. Have people died? Absolutely. Their numbers, they don't count on how many they've killed. But all of this is to set up the conversation that Mar is having with Seth McFarland and and the near incredulousness that McFarland responds with. And, of course invokes trump you seem to trust journalists more than i do. i trust certain journalists yeah, yeah i do t- I, certain ones i do yeah. not a lot and not a lot I, no and i everything i read it, whatever source it's only half the truth they print they print the narrative they don't print truth that's a they, generalization though isn't well, it is really? but it's because yeah, it's generally true you know, <laughs> uh, really, yeah. is, they, print, they print the side of the story By the way, that's they exactly print, what Donald Trump wants What it, you just said is exactly what he wants I, It doesn't matter Don't trust, don't trust the reporters okay. Don't trust the journalists Well, Hitler was a vegetarian Doesn't mean I'm <laughs> like Donald Trump uh, it, it, I was but, the, but they print the half that they want They're, That is going to make people like you Who are a partisan, very partisan You want to read something that Oh, I, that, that makes me feel good Now, this is something you and I have known for years. And good on Bill Maher for saying it out loud. What do you mean Seth MacFarlane doesn't know? Seth MacFarlane doesn't know that the vast majority of national media is fully engaged in moving narrative and not engaged in in, in an honest conversation. I just shared with you two things that took place. There was no uh, response or rebuttal or, or, or strength from... From uh, Joy Reid. I'm discussing the idea of needing to respond to the attack that murdered three American service members. This drone attack. You have to respond. I. Bring up the Tucker Carlson side and explain his point of view, or at least people who support him and his point of view about maybe we shouldn't be there to begin with. Now, I have a take. I disagree with that point of view. But at least you got to understand what it is. What kind of person can have a conversation without understanding where the other side is? This is always the conversation of, well, I'm a centrist. I like to see both sides of something. Yeah, that's great. I do, too. Don't you realize that sometimes one side is just wrong? One side wants to give you chocolate. The other side wants to hit you in the head with a bat. One side is better than the other side. This is, why is it so hard for people to say? Sometimes something's right and sometimes something's wrong. And it's very, very clear. Seth MacFarlane can't see that. Seth MacFarlane doesn't know that. Or is Seth MacFarlane bothered? that Bill Maher exposed that. Because he used the line of lines and something that you have to uh, start maneuvering yourself out of in case anybody wants to try and uh, pigeonhole you in it. Ah, you see, you don't trust journalists. See, that's exactly what Donald Trump wants. He doesn't want us to to trust journalists. But what if they can't be trusted? What if my mind, which works... Led me to a recognition that somebody was lying to me and can't be trusted. That the New York Times can no longer be trusted. The Washington Post can no longer be trusted. That MSNBC can no longer be trusted. What about nothing to do with Trump? What if I hate Trump and I still came to that conclusion? Well, you see, you're just like Trump. The argument being made by Seth MacFarlane. Is the same argument that was made by Philip Bump over at the Washington Post. He had done a, a story, this is a few weeks ago, about how, you know, when you do your own research, um, you're you're more probably gonna be wrong than right. And so so you shouldn't you shouldn't do that. I shouldn't do my own research. I shouldn't read a story and then say, wait a second, what in the world is this? And then do my own research and say, wait a second, they were wrong here, they were wrong. Of course I should. That's how you learn. Every rational person in the world does this. Except Philip Bump telling you you shouldn't do it because you're going to be wrong. Trust guys like him. Wow. Seth MacFarlane saying you, you don't trust him. You're, you're, You're just like Trump. That is... That is pretty sickening stuff right there. And I, I put forth to you that not knowing Seth MacFarlane, if I had the chance to do the interview, I would do it. And, I, and, I, and this subject amongst uh, many, many others. Um, one has to ask whether or not this is purposeful. This idea of saying this is exactly what Trump wants. As a way of trying to stop people from actually utilizing their own minds and coming to their own decisions. Guys, double check me every single day. Fact check me every single day. Every single day. That's what smart people do. That's what Trust But Verify is all about. I'm Tony Katz.